This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 38. Think slow and act fast. Other than no-notice self-tapes, which we get from time to time, we actors usually have some time to gather our thoughts before an audition, and certainly we have time before we mount a show. Time to think, time to try this and that idea, time to research, time to focus. This is the edit, the time when we are our own experiment and we get to make our own decisions. Even when we get notes, we can incorporate them in a lot of ways. We can work them in immediately, show the director we get it, or we can let the note sit for a bit and know that your version of that note, your interpretation, is coming. You're letting it marinate, right? You're, you're absorbing the note. I believe it is a special ops force that has a saying that slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So that's a similar idea to just think slow and act fast. Whatever thoughts you may harbor about the armed forces, this approach can also be a useful part of your tools as an actor. Now, this is not in any way to create a slick performance, far from it, unless the character you are inhabiting is a slick personality and you're pursuing that. This is to examine what your options are and then act without second-guessing yourself. This helps us make meaningful choices and makes the actions we take smoother. We do the prep work with our mind first. There is absolutely a place for instinct, whether in the moment on stage, by listening and responding in real time, or on set when you would prefer not to rehearse a scene, and some directors don't like to rehearse too much. Possibly it's a big emotional one, but perhaps you or the director just want to pour it out for the camera instinctively. So I'm not talking about the artistic integrity of your work, but about thought work around your work. The two ideas, though, don't exclude each other. If you make slower decisions about the who, who am I in this moment? What do I want? What is the obstacle? What is my environment? Then when you get to the playing of the moment, the scene, you use your instinct about what you do and how you do it because you did the slow preamble work of knowing who you are. When you have that, the gift of getting your character, the rest can almost take care of itself. And what about in life? Where can we use this idea in our personal lives? One is to move from a life of emotional reaction to a life of deciding ahead of time that no one else will dictate how you feel about yourself. We can be plenty hard on ourselves without the help of others, right? (laughs) I mean, we are really good at that. Sometimes I find when I work with clients, we can prolong a problem in our lives because we really haven't attended to it. We feel as though we have because we think about it a lot. We consider it to be a problem for more than a few days, sometimes months, even longer. 
We wait for it to resolve itself, we blame others, we tell others about our problems to get their opinion, or some combination of those. When the think-slow-act-fast idea could help. If you truly gave the issue, be it a relationship, money, job, whatever the dilemma is, if you truly give it some attention, if you slowed down the role of your brain, the thoughts coming up about everything, everywhere, all at once, a tremendous film, but not a way to live with intention. And if you invested a portion of your day to think about just that one issue, then you have the capacity, the energy, the fuel to act fast. Now, I've talked about decisions before on the podcast. Decisions are made in an instant, an instant, I assure you. But the lead up can be days, even years. Because when I use the word slow, I don't mean something that takes forever. Far from it. This version of slow implies we go right to the heart of the problem, the goal, the issue, and think through one part of it, then the next, until we can act. I'm not talking about circling and circling and circling and obsessing. Your higher brain will respect that you are working through it and will start to offer up some solutions. Then you act fast. And again, what do we mean by fast? For this concept, I mean without second-guessing, without excuses, without phoning it in, without dancing around a subject and never getting to the point. You direct your brain to just do it. There may be some examples here. For the acting side, let's say you don't know what a casting director wants for an audition, which is a tape. And you've read the notes, and of course you've read the sides and or the script, but you just aren't clear on what they want. So to think slow, you could reread to make sure you haven't missed anything. Instead of wondering, you make a decision to ask your agent or go right to casting with a specific question. Or you make a decision about what you think they want. What would you want to show for this scene or scenes? Maybe you decide you will only do four takes. You decide what feels right to you. Then you act fast. Having done your thinking, you tape, and you have your back. You just do it. You don't call someone else mid-tape and ask their opinion. You don't show it to 52 people once you're done to say, does this seem right to you? And you don't worry once you hit send. Don't spend time wondering how someone else did it. You move on. Another acting example, let's say you're offered a job you're not sure you want. So slow that down. You read the script You look at the compensation, the dates involved, other issues like, do you need insurance weeks? Do you want to work with this director? You try to identify why you have the feeling you may not want this job. There's a thought somewhere in you about it that creates a feeling of inconfidence. And once you find that thought, once you are clear on that, then act fast. You take the job and drop your reservations. Give the production the opportunity to be great because you are not waiting for something to go wrong. Making it come true. Or you turn it down. And you don't waste time thinking about it. You are moving forward. So let's look at a few examples from the rest of our life. Our offstage life as I think of it. 
Let's say you overhear a friend say something you consider unkind about yourself. Instead of confronting them or having a knee-jerk pouty reaction, a toddler reaction, you consider the possible context. You think slow. You think about whether they intended you to hear it. You remember times that you've said things you regret or that were heard by unintended ears. Perhaps when you give yourself some time to reason, you might understand where they were coming from or find some truth in it, however much you might not like it, (laughs) right? And with the model for thought work, we put the exact words they said in the circumstance line, word for word. If you feel hurt, then that would go in your feelings line. So we want to spend some time, slow your brain down again and find the thought that gives you the feeling of hurt. Perhaps it is something like that is embarrassing or my friend doesn't value me or I don't like gossip when it is about me or I can't believe they think that's true. And remember, you can choose to continue on feeling negatively, totally valid if you want to and address this, but use this think slow time to consider What if you had a different thought about what they said? What if you thought something like, that is not like them, and they were not at their best? Or, I don't agree with what they said. Because that thought would not create a feeling of hurt. A thought like that could actually create a feeling of confidence or even amusement, as if they had said, I hate their polka-dotted green hair, and you know that your hair is neither polka-dotted nor green. You treat the thing they said the same way, as if, I just know that's not true. Then, with that, and that could take a few minutes to think through all of that. Really, it could be that quickly. But that is thinking slow, because you didn't just react. When you've done that thought work, you can act fast. Once you've let it sit for however long that thinking took, maybe a day, you either drop it, in the forgiving bucket of we all say unkind things sometimes, or you will quickly, from a place of honesty, tell them what you heard and how you felt. But because you thought it through, you can approach them from a place of confidence and curiosity rather than the lovely self-pity train. And another life example. Let's say your romantic partner forgets an anniversary that is meaningful to you. So your instinct might direct you to feel sorry for yourself immediately or want to blame them. But what if you think about why this date is important to you? Also give some time to why it may not be as important to them. Do they usually forget? If you know that, you can decide to give them a heads up. This date is coming up. I would love you to acknowledge it and be specific. You could decide that. You can also think about why you need them to acknowledge the date in a way that pleases you. And think about why you want that. So that's the think slow. You're going to give yourself some space around it. Act fast. Once you have given this some space, you are now in a healthy position to act, to either tell them what the date means to you and why, and ask them if they can celebrate it in a way that works for you both. Or you can just create the celebration you want for the next meaningful anniversary. 
But when you have done the slow thinking beforehand, it is very unlikely you'll be picking a fight or feeling sorry for yourself or blaming them for not reading your mind. You take ownership of how you feel. The final way think slow, act fast works is when you tell yourself, I'm confused. Confusion, my wonderful friends, is a choice. (laughs) All you need to do is pick one thing, one idea, one step, and take it. It is when we leave every possibility our brain offers up on the table that we tell ourselves we are confused. Let's think about dining out. The more entree choices the restaurant has, the more overwhelmed we can tell ourselves we are. It could be incapacitating. I cannot order. Too many choices. The thinking slow part, when feeling confused, is deciding, but what do I want to eat? And then looking on the menu for just that. Acting fast. Rather than scrolling slowly through the description of every entree, but of course you can do that if you enjoy it, and many do. But confusion is a choice. When you feel confused, slow down your brain. Go back to the question, what do I want? Why am I letting my brain tell me I'm confused? You know why our brain likes to do that? Because then we get to conserve energy and do nothing. If we're confused, we don't take action, right? Your primitive brain's going, well, I could do something, or I could just think about all the things that I could do and just sit here. You see what happens? This is the human way to conserve that energy. You may tell yourself you're confused about your career. You have too many ideas of where you want to work or what kind of work you want to do or why you are not working or why you are not making enough money. If you were using this excuse or these excuses, just think, if I picked one to work on, one of these sentences in my brains, which would it be? And focus on that. Answer some questions for yourself. And if you don't know, take an educated guess and just try that. There are important, even urgent times in life when we need to think and act quickly. Obviously, in situations of physical or emotional danger, calamity, things going awry in some tangible way, that is when we let our primitive brain energize us, give us the adrenaline to move quickly, quick decisions, quick thinking and quick decisions. But most of life is not like that. We are actors we can do hard things at whatever speed works for you. Have an amazing week.